Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Zenial Mom podcast. I am Carrie. I'm Amy. And we are here to chat about the things us Zenials like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Now, Amy and I are up in Maine, and August is on the downhill, which is so hard to believe. It happened so fast. I mean, your kids start school next week. They go back before Labor Day, which I think should be a felony, by the way. I, I agree. As somebody who has a very late August birthday, I agree. <laughs> well, you know, we were in Arizona, so I shouldn't complain too much. Those poor kids go back like the second week of August. To all you moms and kids that have had to go back to school already, you have my sympathy. Mm-hmm. You so missed out on a great part of summer. They probably laugh at us in May when they're out for the summer and we're suffering away well into June, depending on how many snow days we had. I actually had teachers say to me recently, kids, it's all done after Memorial Day. Don't even bother. <laughs> like, just don't come to school? Just but... just don't bother. They're, they're not learning anything after Memorial Day at this point. No. But there is something about, and I don't know if it's because I'm an August birthday, there's just something about August right now. Like, the, the nights are cooler. It's not like yeah. July when it gets hot and it just... It's hot. It's a transition month, right? Yes. The end of it. It might be hot during the day, but night it has, at least up here mm -hmm. in Maine, we have that cool chill in the air. I love that. That you know fall is coming. You can smell it in the air. And even though I heard Dunkin' Donuts is, is starting next week having pumpkin spice, oh, I refuse. Really? My birthday is the start point. My birthday oh my is... Well, I'll just say it. It's August 30th. My birthday was the earliest I will have oh. pumpkin spice. The spice explosion is coming. I, I, I'm a fan. <laughs> so how's your week been? You know, it was kind of busy. I had to go to New York. My life's in a little bit of a transition right mm -hmm. now, as we know. <laughs> I did take my daughter. You may have seen this on my, my personal. Mm -hmm. Amy and I are obviously friends on Facebook. I took my daughter to a Mexican restaurant, and oh, she gosh. ordered pizza. Again, a felony. I, well, my daughter's a juvenile, so <laughs> nothing on her permanent record. Here we go. Exactly. But I did think for a second that I failed as a mother. Never. Because I am a huge Mexican food enthusiast. And unfortunately, where Amy and I live in Maine, in our town, they're really... It's a struggle to find good, authentic Mexican around here. Though, yeah. up the coast, there's some that I haven't gotten yeah. to. Yeah, we found some. Remember up our in Cherryfield. Cherryfield, by Dural. And I hate to say that because I'm all about supporting local businesses, but we are a little bit of a food snob when it comes to yes. good Mexican Tex-Mex. There is a new place. You said it's it, okay. It, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I, I'm not going to, you know, diss anyone that's trying. Uh, I still threaten to do a Mexican food truck once in a while. Hey. I know. You could probably I've, make... I could swing it. No, it's interesting on the food news in our town is the Jamaican... We had a Jamaican place yes. that was in kind of a takeout place. And I heard it was fantastic. But then they closed. They couldn't get yeah. the lease. But now yeah. they're opening a year-round oh. restaurant with a dine-in option. I heard. Where was that going to be? Near the YMCA. Cool. Well, then. We will be on the lookout for so, that. And I think that opens this week. Okay, well, we have plans for this week already. So, it's exciting stuff happening in Ellsworth, Maine. Now, but wise. how do your parents feel about ethnic food beyond pizza? My parents? Yeah, do they like it? 
My mother isn't as adventurous. Okay. But my dad is. I think he's excited he, about the okay. the Jamaican place. So he just I, didn't like the other location because it's more like a takeout window. Right. You're on kind of a busy street. You're on that big hill that goes mm-hmm. to Bar Harbor. Um, lots of traffic for those that aren't familiar with our sure. neck of the woods. So he's excited that it's going to be a dine-in option. They're going to be open year-round, where I think their last location was seasonal. Okay. That would be great. So I know my parents, I just cannot get them to do ethnic foods. Um, even one of my favorite sam- sandwich places, 86's on Main Street, it's too much spice for them. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, really? Really? It's fantastic. And they just, so anything like that, the Jamaican the Mexican, the Indian place that we have this great, the Greek place, I just don't think they would go for any of that. You know, to put a nerdy twist on our food conversation, because <laughs> I am a bit of a nerd. Oh, yeah, we I are. think it's a lot of it's the evolution, just of society in general. You think mm-hmm. about, I think it was World War II when pizza became mainstream in the country right. because the American GIs came back and wanted it. Yeah, yeah. And that's when the pizza explosion happened, and then... Obviously, as our country's demographics have changed. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, if you thought of Mexican, it might have been one or two things like burrito or taco. But now right. we we know so much more about Mexican mm-hmm. cuisine and other Latin American cuisine. So I think a lot of it's just the world getting smaller. Mm-hmm. And our parents are from a different generation. Not to say that people that are baby boomers don't try new things. Sure. Like I said, my father does. Um, you know, But he also... He's a veteran, so he spent some time in Southeast Asia during the Vietnam War. So so he had been exposed to more than my family's originally from the Boston area, Boston Irish, you know. So it's their town was very Italian and Irish, so the food choices were less maybe. Still good, good Mm -hmm. food. I'm not Italian, but I have some aunts that are Italian, really good food. But now we're exposed to more through life, you Which know? I am all about. I love the ethnic food diversity we have. I just think it's great having all these different options, especially in our tiny town. We have so many. It's changed a lot. since we were kids. And it's, it's exciting. I welcome it. Now, speaking of parents, you told me you had something happen this week. Funny. Okay, you got to share. It, it, it's just an anecdote. I don't want everybody to... I don't <laughs> want to be talking this up. So, funny story that kind of demonstrates the differences between somebody of us that were on the cusp of the Gen X millennial generations. And my parents are baby boomers and probably early-ish baby boomers, you know, born in that late 40s, early okay. 50s. I'm sure they're loving that I'm just blurting of out course. on a podcast on the, the internet. Age. Of course. <laughs> but <laughs> my parents, one of their fridge... Both of their, they have two refrigerators in their house. Oh, wow. Okay. One was there when they bought the house in 93, and we had brought the fridge up from the old house. Okay. So there's two fridges that are probably 30 plus years. We don't know wow. how old the house, the one in the house was, but the one we brought is definitely over 30 That's years. And one of them is leaking. It's still working, so the food's not in danger, but okay. it's leaking, so... My parents like we have to, we have to go. Let's let's call the local appliance store, and they're like, we better call to see if they're open. And then my mom grabbed a phone book. That <laughs> alone, oh, she has a phone book. My parents do too. <laughs> and my dad just says, I don't think that's the most recent one. And they're going back and forth about this phone book. And then I have to be the snarky jerk that says, 
Do you know that there exists this thing called the internet? <laughs> that would, not only do you get the phone number, you get the hours. Yes. Turned out the local appliance place was closed, so they, they opted to go to Home Depot, which I know that's probably another whole conversation for oh, another yeah. time, though they were trying to go local first, but <laughs> the fact that they, oh I can't believe they own a phone book. You know, my parents do too, and my mom is constantly referencing that, and I'm like, Mom, phone right here. But you know, the other funny thing she does, which cracks me up, we had an encyclopedia set. Now, we all remember encyclopedias. Amy and I are old enough that when you had to do a paper at school, you had to go to the library, Mm -hmm. look things up in the actual card catalog. Exactly. And you couldn't just use the encyclopedia. You had to use other books, but you always had the encyclopedia. So we had a set that was from... I think my mom bought it in 1987 or 88 and it sat on our shelf in the den and every year for about five years she would get the the updated here's the 1994 updates where we updated all the things in the encyclopedia that we had wrong before and the 96 update and whatnot so she got about five years of those those stupid encyclopedias are on her porch now and when she is trying to teach my kids something she goes to the encyclopedia <laughs> I'm sorry and i'm going mom laugh. let me look it up on the phone because 30 years later plus i think things have changed a little bit i think we've had some progress oh my goodness but yeah i just pull up the phone that's that, see that's our generation we just pull up the phone look the it up thing that also blows my mind about encyclopedias and i don't know the exact statistic or the year but i feel like there was one year i don't know if somewhere it was in the 2000s i wish i knew the exact statistic i'm gonna i'm just gonna go with 2008 let's just say 2008 that that each year since then there's more his more mm. knowledge than was yes. in the previous existence before. Yeah. I, I know I'm probably completely messing up the statistic. I'm going to have to look this up because this is going to bother me. But it's to the fact that we know so much more now and there's just so much more information. And it's like, it's almost as if the more information there is, the more rapidly the information mm-hmm. grows. Because we now, ha- we've discovered more logarithms. We, I'm probably saying that wrong. Or, and we've discovered more just ways to find information yeah. that... We can go deeper and... Well, we're overloaded every day on information. I know we're getting segued into something we didn't mean to talk about, but I had had a pastor once who was doing a sermon on just the information overload, and he held up one of those big, fat weekly newspapers, dropped on the floor and said, this is what people were exposed to once a week back, you know, not even more than 50 years ago. And then he kept piling on newspaper after newspaper. And he said, this is how much you're exposed to once a day. And it was like 16 of those big, thick newspapers, gigabytes of data coming at us from our phones, from TVs, from everywhere in our lives. And think about the mental overload there, you know? Multiple streams of social media. Yes, and keeping up with all that. There's just so much to take in every day. Which, speaking of social media. Yes. We are on Facebook and Instagram as Zenial Mom Podcast. That's X-E-N-N-I-A-L Mom Podcast. I'm glad you're spelling that. I can't. <laughs> That's funny. Now, Twitter, we're a little different. I thought Twitter was the same. I thought all three were the same, but Twitter has to be difficult. Twitter has to be the proverbial preschooler that will not give back the tablet. They shortened it, so 
And they shortened it to like Zenial Mom Pod One. I took off the one and just left it Zenial Mom Pod. So we are on Twitter, but they're just a little different because Twitter has to be difficult. Just gotta search a little bit to find us, but not a problem. So look us up on social media. We're working on these. We'll add on more content as we can, but definitely check us out and follow us if you like just, us. Since we were talking about social media, that Perfect. just felt like a good Great place segue. to... And so, on that note, speaking yes. of over-information, yes. over-information, overload on information, one of the things I know for sure, if you go onto Facebook and like you're looking for events, it seems like there's just way too many things to do. It's crazy. And, I, you know, when you think about summer, yeah, summer, you know, when I was growing up, summer was nice, but it was kind of slow. Where it now, was low-key. Here we are, coming towards the end of August. Mm-hmm. And I know this year I did not make a bucket list. How dare you? You have failed as a mother. I did not make a bucket list. <laughs> I was at one of our friend's house um, within the past month or so, and mm-hmm. we made s'mores. And I had said right? that to her. I go, I did, not make a po- uh, I did not make a podcast. I did not make a bucket list. Mm-hmm. But if I had, roasting marshmallows would have been on it. Yes. yes. But bucket list or not. I was wondering how you have felt now that summer is winding down. Did you feel like what goals you may have had for summer and Mm. did you accomplish those goals? So I was kind of the Pinterest mom, which I I never am. I never have the energy for this stuff. But this year I got an extra week of vacation. Woohoo! After three weeks a year. And so I said, you know what? I am taking a week off from work in the summertime and the girls and I are going to spend it together. So the girls and I went over to a little cottage next to my parents' house, and we hung out for a full week, and I made them write down what they want to do for the summer. And I said, we're going to knock it all out in one week. So we did, you know, the Echo Lake. We did uh, going here, going there, all the different places they wanted to go to, all the different experiences they wanted to have this summer. And we got almost everything done in a week, which was exhausting, let me add. But so as, as far as bucket licks go, I feel like, almost we accomplished that the first or second week of July and so the rest of the summer has been like okay now what do we do we we have it all done and um so I feel like we got a lot accomplished um I still don't feel like we've had enough summer though it just it, it went by faster than I wanted to I, I wanted to get a few more things done this summer that definitely hasn't happened. Um, but you still have another about week and a oh, half. Oh, week and a half. At least at the time that we're recording this. Yeah. We're still figuring out the whole actually putting the podcast out there. Yeah, we're, we'll get there. It's just technical stuff. So so did you do one this summer? You said you, you know, didn't. I went into summer with lower expectations only because my life is in transition. Sure. You know, with this move back to Maine and everything. So... You know, I didn't want to put too much pressure because, frankly, I'm exhausted. Um, one of my best friends, she's from Maine, but she lives in Michigan. She mm-hmm. was here, so we spent the 4th with her right. on a pond. We were on a boat. That's Being perfect. on a boat is always That's a goal of mine. Yes. Um, I do know that one of my... I didn't think I was going to set out for this um, goal, but I... Um, Wanted to go to a concert up at oh, up neat. at the Bangor waterfront, and I didn't think I was gonna going to get to go. But then Hart was there. And oh boy! One of my friends I saw on Facebook that she was interested in going, and I said, "Hey, you going to see Hart?" So we decided to go and go on the lawn, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Normally, I'd rather pay more and have a seat, but I was also fine with you know you're there to people watch too, and 
So I did get to go to a concert. That seems more summery, by the way, just be able to sit on the grass. Except what's interesting, I've never really gone to like a rock concert and been on the lawn. Oh. Um, back when I lived in New York, you would actually enjoy this. The Saratoga Performing Arts Center every okay. summer used to have um, ballet come in. Usually it was like the New York City Ballet. Sometimes it oh, was wow. the Canada Ballet. And I had friends that we would... You were allowed to bring in chairs and food, which Darling's up in Bangor doesn't let you. Okay. You have to... I guess you're stuck with what they sell, the overpriced stuff they sell, where mm-hmm. at... The week sits, we call it SPAC. It's Saratoga Performing Arts Center. Okay. You can bring in chairs. There's a height requirement, but you can bring in wine. You can bring in like a picnic oh, dinner. Oh, that sounds like fun. So that's what I'm used to. But Nice. I mean, I guess a rock concert's a little different, you know. It's but... kind of hard to have your wine and cheese, a nice tablecloth on the grass when there's a rock concert going on. Yeah. <laughs> so ah! it was, no, it was a, definitely a fun experience. Good. And I look forward to going to more concerts next summer. Now, do you think you'll ever take your daughter to a concert up there? Not, you know, an adult concert, but I'm sure they have more kid-friendly stuff at some I point, I would don't probably they? do it, but in seats. I would not okay. be in the lawn. Um, I don't think she's old enough for that yet, but I know, come on. Our kids are coming right up to the age of sooner or later. Oh there's going to be a boy yes. band out there. <laughs> oh, Goodness, We're gonna be taking them to on. whoever the, <laughs> whoever the these next kids boy band is. So, um, is there anything else you want to get out of summer? Well, yeah, I we could have. You know, my daughter did do one of the kids' runs. She was really fast. She yes, wants to do another, awesome. which um, I'll get to that one in a second. The one last thing we didn't get to do, I did not take her blueberry picking, mm-hmm. but I really wanted to get Maine blueberries. But we ended up. Um, one of our high school friends' family's yeah. farm, Dickens Farm in yeah. Eastbrook, Maine. She they sell these big ten dollar boxes of blueberries. Oh, I wanted to get some for like twenty five dollars. That is awesome. So I froze most of them, but we did make some muffins. We baked awesome. with them, and we're gonna have blueberries for a while. Though my daughter. Mm-hmm eat so many of them I'll probably wish I got a couple of boxes but this yeah. is the first year I'll learn <laughs> next summer I might be buying more I need to so I was glad I mean I didn't take her picking but I mean we we picked them up <laughs> you, you you did pick them you picked them up in the box we picked them up there you go and we got to see our friend which is awesome good we, we said we gotta do mom's night so we have to make that happen of course um, but you said coming up. The only thing left to really come up before we really switch into back-to-school mm-hmm. gear, though you'll already be back-to-school at this point, but Labor Day weekend. And I'm going, I'm going to be a nerd again and brag about the culture of the Blue Hill Peninsula. Oh. Where the book... One of my favorite books as a kid. I might have to look for this book because I kind of want to read it now. But Charlotte's Web by oh, E.B. White. Yeah, E.B. White book. is from the Blue Hill Peninsula. And there's an E.B. White exhibit that they usually have at the Blue Hill Fair yes, every year. the Blue Hill Fair. That's coming so up too, Liberty. That's what I was... Awesome. You, you, I read you led into what I was going to lead into. Which, See, smart lines think alike. So in the book, everybody knows that they talk about the county fair. Yeah. And in that book, the county fair is based on the Blue Hill Fair, which mm-hmm. is just a few miles down the road from where I live. Awesome. I didn't... I have not been to the Blue Hill Fair in over a decade. My daughter went last year because... 
my birthday weekend, I went to Austin, Texas okay. with some friends, and my daughter came up to me, and she's really excited because she talks about riding the ponies because my oh, parents took awesome. her, and you know they did all the fair stuff. So I am really excited. I love it's, it. It's just so different too with a kid, you know. It is, and what I learned the secret I learned is I go um, about two hours before the midway opens. And we catch some of the fun stuff, like the oxen pull and all that. Mm -hmm. And you get the food as soon as it opens and it's fresh and it's right off, you know, the greasy grill or whatnot. And just as the rides open, you get in faster and it's cleaner and you get food without lines. Well, also you want to get there earlier because of parking. Yes, parking's huge too. So two hours before the midway opens seems to be a great sweet spot. So I have a question for you about fares. Okay. So this might be different because you have more dietary restrictions than I do. But... Oh, just right now. But I know you, you do allow yourself to cheat sometimes. I so when you, if you go to the fair, what, what do you like to indulge in? Oh, man, the king and queen fries. Those what? are awesome. It's this one vendor that's been there forever that has, they have this uh, trash bucket that they're manually cutting fries into and throwing them in the fryers. And they are so fresh and they're so good. Last year, there was a sandwich stand. I can't remember if it was necessarily called a um, grilled cheese stand, but I got a, a balsamic grilled cheese sandwich that was to die for Ooh, fair food oh my gosh it just yummy what were you looking there. forward to i haven't been there in so long that i remember back in the day i had fried vegetables which sounds weird but i like them nice and i know i've had fried oreos but i'm gonna learn. i was thinking fried cheesecake last year but i ran out of cash oh you <laughs> Hit the ATM before you go to the fair. Oh my gosh, so much money, so much money. I'm, I'm just I'm planning for it. Yeah. Because yep. it's the Blue Hill Fair. It's the Blue Hill Fair. It only comes once a year. The kids just love it. We've been the last two or three years, I think, in a row. Um, and it's just a blast. It really is. I'm excited. I'm excited Now, too. when I said my daughter ran our first kids race, they do yeah. have, I think it's Saturday morning. Wilbur's, Wilbur's run. run. Yes. And they do have a kid run. I learned the hard way that if... They're both run by the YMCA. And I took her... The kids run I ran, I went to before was run by the YMCA. And they okay. expected me to run with her. So I did not see Oops. her cross the finish line because she's so fast. So I told my dad... <laughs> I might be dragging him out of bed because I want a picture of her crossing the finish line. Well, weren't you in flip-flops too or something crazy? I was! <laughs> I was! I'm just picturing you trying to keep up with your daughter on flip-flops. Oh, even in running shoes, I wouldn't have kept oh, up. She was wow. fast, even for that four years. Awesome. It's in the blood, Carrie. It's in the blood. Except I, I, I missed out on the fast gene. Oh. Like, I love to run, yep. but I'm slow. Slow and steady, though. But, you know, I just... I'm just filing the flip-flops under... Anyone who's ever run knows that you just have running mishaps sometimes. Yep. Like in high school, I went to a race. I don't know why I didn't have a proper sports bra on. <laughs> and my bra strap broke at the oh, Hancock no. Counties my senior year. Oh, I ended up gosh. using one of those pins that you pin your number on to strap you know, it in place. That was smart, though. I'm big enough that I need support. But Oh, my goodness. So, you know, when you're a runner, you just you have those awkward moments. Like when you're in the middle of the woods yeah. and you feel nature call. You know, yeah. you just, running can be gross. <laughs> so flip-flops, yeah, that's nothing. It just took a couple days for, for this old lady's feet to um, feel better. So gosh, Blue Hill Fair, Labor Day, which leads us to... Well, you also got to remember my birthday, which... Your birthday, yes. Yes, we need to do something for your birthday. We'll figure that out. 
And then that brings us to school. Back to school. We've been talking about this over the last few days. Back to school time and back to school shopping inevitably. And you were stunned to learn that I don't do back to shopping with my kids. Back to school shopping. You don't? I don't. I, um, I, maybe it's the frugal gene in me. If my kids need something, I like to buy it then and kind of space things out through the year. So I don't have that big, oh my gosh, let's go get all your new clothes and your new shoes and backpacks and everything all at once. I like to kind of spread it out through the years they need things. But I think though, going off that thought though, I think even if you buy brand new stuff in September, chances are your kids are going to grow middle of the year. I remember my daughter played t-ball and hearing some of the other parents say, I don't know why they call it back to school shopping because you do it like four times a year. Exactly. Exactly. But Or wearing out the shoes too. Holy cow. I think I'm on pair three for the year and those are not cheap. You just can't. I think you can, you want them prepared for their school year. Um, But for me, I know, I admit you know, to those, I don't know how many of our listeners know that three years ago I lost my husband. So I admit, mm-hmm. I have this theory that every widow has at least one bad coping habit. Sure. Mine was going to Target and Amazon. <laughs> so even though my daughter would get some hand-me-downs, I'd still shop like crazy. Yeah. For her, not yeah. me. She's more fun to shop for. But this year I'm like, no, she's got practically everything she needs. Right. No. And it's, it does feel a little weird. Mm-hmm. But she has some clothes that I've even bought her throughout the year that's still fixed. I've I've been anticipating a growth spurt that hadn't quite happened yet, though she grew an inch last week. Oh, my gosh. I think it's happened now. Are you feeding that girl? So she does have some clothes that I've bought through the year that are practically new that are now just fitting her. Um, The other thing, it's just, oh, I know what I was going to say. It's just... She's had a whole bunch of 5T pants she's been wearing this past year that were kind of big. Mm-hmm. And then the other day I realized they're a little short. So I think this might, I Ooh. may, unexpectedly, but I think she's going to be okay. She does have yeah. um, some 6X clothes. You just too. put on the tall socks, Carrie. No one will know. <laughs> no, I don't want her to look, <laughs> look silly. So here I am thinking, I don't need to buy her anything. And then this past week I'm like, and now I have to go through yeah. the pants. Yep. To to go through and give to one of our friends who has a younger daughter. But I did buy her. She's starting kindergarten. And I did buy her being a main kid and LL Bean backpack. Perfect. But I'm banking on that last in her through second oh, grade. It, it better. That those things last. It's the for little kid time. size, if anything, I'm banking on it until she's too big for it. Because it's one of the um it's designed for kids that are ages four to seven. So okay. it's, it's smaller. Oh, nice. So it is smaller. I but, never even really thought about getting my kids smaller sized ones. I mean, they had them when they were in preschool, but I never thought about that for regular school. It's probably a good idea because then you can't load it down so heavy that you get mm-hmm. the back injuries there. Well, she shouldn't have that much homework in kindergarten. Oh, I know they give gosh. homework in kindergarten now. It's the paper. They send you home with so many pieces of paper every day. It's crazy. Now, the only thing now I'm really anticipating is shoes. i got to go through her shoes because yeah. she's been a size 9 for a while. Yeah. I know. Hope had the same thing. She was stalled out in size 11 for six months, nine months, and I went, okay. And then all of a sudden, I just got her another pair of shoes, and they're 13s. And I went, when did this happen? So it's it's always interesting when they they like don't grow for a while and then they do. 
So with all this shopping, you try to hold off. Yep. This year, I'm trying to really just focus on what she needs, mm-hmm. which a lot of her clothes are hand-me-downs, but I have found she, at least at this age, she loves wearing the stuff that her older friends wear. So she, right. to her, it's great. We have a great hand-me-down system going yes. on here between us and my sister and some other folks around, which is wonderful. I love to be able to recycle the clothes. Well, they grow out of them so quickly. They do. You know, yeah. so, however... Sometimes in life you don't have somebody handing me down clothes, mm-hmm. or your kid. Maybe your kid has caught up to the kid that, you know, in the past you had a friend that was bigger. But sometimes then the, the younger kid may grow up suddenly. Oh yeah. So you, as a parent, you may get caught where you have to buy new clothes. You buy the clothes. And I know you and I were both looking this up beforehand. Yes. What was the this statistic for how much? So this is a this is an older study. It's from 2017. Capital One did a survey. Average price per family, and you've seen per child, uh, K through 12, six hundred dollars plus in back to school shopping. That yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, I know. On one website, was it Metro Kids? Mm-hmm. Well, let me pull it up here. They actually broke it down. Yeah. You were saying you had some of that. because I, I think I accidentally... I got my phone and I think I might have... Well, oh, wait, here we are. Okay. Here we are. See, I'm old enough that I still fumble on my phone. <laughs> Typical Zennial Yep. Not quite that digital native. I'm a digital immigrant. <laughs> um, Metro Kids said that... According to the National Retail Federation, parents will spend $26.5 billion on K-12 back-to-school wow. necessities this year. That's an average of 669.28 per child. Holy cow. Up 5% from last year's. Elementary school kids cost the least, with high school kids nearing the top of the estimates. Which That makes sense, because you're talking about different seasons of sports where the clothes may be, more electronics that they might need to take to school with them. Bigger clothes are more expensive. You know, and this might be an idea for a different podcast. I was reading an article, now that you think of it, that mm-hmm. sadly kids from lower income families do sports less because of the cost of yes. all the equipment. Oh, write that down because we need to discuss that. <laughs> I was talking to my sister about that while she was here. It's ridiculous. Because it's just it's insane. Yeah. So they're saying the breakdown, and this is an average, the school supplies is 101.18, includes calculator and backpack costs wow um clothing 231 dollars shoes 124 this is mainly high school students electronics 212 mm-hmm. to 229 a year i believe it yeah i don't know now if high school kids are expected to have laptops or if the, i know in maine well, they provided laptops yeah, for was, many um, years one of the sites i was looking at said that uh one mom had reported in that they all had to buy Something like a Google Chromebook, even if they had different computer at home, the school is making them buy that. So that I sounds don't... about right for the price. Yeah, I have a Chromebook. I, I'm not a fan, but so I know you try not to spend right to overspend this time of year. But is there anything on your list that you're planning on getting? Yeah, there's. You know, every year I always do one special thing for the girls. Even uh, you know, I don't 
buy them a hundred outfits or anything, but I always make sure they have one special outfit to go back to school that day in. Because I also know, you know, pictures, they're going to last forever. I have to have a great first and day of school And you got to post them on Facebook or it yeah. didn't happen. So there's two things I do. First is a Pinterest thing from years and years and years ago. Someone posted, and I always remember this, a t-shirt that has class of and then their high school graduation year on it and every year from kindergarten onward oh see you got kindergartner this year you need to do it oh boy so i have class of i think hope is 2030 and joy's 2029 i think i have their years right so every year they put on that t-shirt and they we take a picture of them and so the theory is each year as they grow up into high school they'll grow more and more and more into the t-shirt so I always take a picture of them with their t-shirt. what size do you get? I got a women's medium. So they're swimming in it right now, but when they get up to high school, um, it's going to start fitting them, hopefully. See, in high school, I wore a large, so that could be a problem. <laughs> well, it'll be a little bit tight on them. So I do that, but I also do um, a special outfit. They've been into mermaids and owls for years and years and years now. So... Um, Joy always gets an outfit with owls. Hope always gets an outfit with mermaids. And this year, they don't know yet. It's going to be a surprise. So, Maddie, Maddie, don't tell them. Oh, Here just it. for anyone knows, my daughter Maddie is in, <laughs> in, is in Studio Z. You want to say hi? Studio Z. Say hi into the microphone. Can you say hi, Maddie? No, we're going to be being shy. She's being shy, which is not. You're going to sit with me? Can you say? Oh, she's oh. trying to say hi. You don't have to be close at all. You can be right there and they're going to hear you. Say hi. <gasps> Hi! There you go. Good job. That's my daughter, Maddie. <laughs> we shipped the other ones off to Grandma's for the afternoon. Um, so they don't know it yet, but what I did was I took a recent um, drawing of Joy's uh, owls. Yeah? I took a, a drawing that Joy done recently of owls and one that um, Hope had done recently of mermaids, and I scanned them and sent Hello? them... Send them to a. Unfortunately, Maddie knows what the microphone is now. She she loves the concept. No worries. Um, I scanned them to a t shirt site and had them printed on t shirts for them. Hello. And it says, you know, buy, join, buy, hope. So they don't hear it yet. That's going to be their first day school outfit. So pretty cool, huh, Maddie? I want to get. Maddie, do you have a special first day school outfit? Not yet. Not yet. We haven't picked one out. Have you talked to mom yet about that? No. And here I am now. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> she, we're talking about not having something. And Actually, Maddie's something. three favorite dresses Hello. came from Hope. Hello. Hey, Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> All right. Right, Maddie? You like your pink and white dress that you call the picnic Hello. dress? Hey. <laughs> It's always fun having kids down the studio with us, actually. It kind yes. of puts it into a little relevance, what we're doing in our lives. So, so now that Maddie knows that the microphone is just, all of you be glad that she didn't break into her rendition of Let It Go. Oh, she my has, She has one of those toys that plays the music, and she puts the microphone right up to her lips, she's and learned. she's singing yeah. Let It Go. Yeah, and so uh, I bribed her right now. She's eating melon. So just so you know, it's something healthy. And we're not above bribing here. We're in not Mom. above that. You gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Exactly. So I know we're we're trying not to spend too much money on our kids. So yeah, I just do the one outfit, and I want to really do something special this year because I've run out of options on Amazon for owls and mermaids. So yeah, so I did something cool. But you know, we were talking um, a little bit earlier before we started recording about not just kids back to school costs, but teacher back to school costs. And just the sheer dollar amount that teachers are spending on these classrooms. And I know, what was the number that your site came up with? My site came up with the 
number 485 per individual teacher and I know mine my reference is a couple years old and something in the 500s but it said something about one in ten teachers it's over a thousand dollars in supplies materials science equipment all this stuff for their classrooms and Mm -hmm. these poor teachers oh my goodness so you talk about back to school costs I always like to recognize the fact that our teachers oh my gosh underpaid over over me <laughs> they, don't, they don't have enough help and then on top of all that they're dishing out their own money for the classrooms so parents when you get your back to school supply lists which i have not received one for kindergarten yep. though i have seen on social media various friends that have been Hundreds with their times, yeah. their school back to school lists and i heard it was one of them said they cried <laughs> oh gosh i guess the um back-to-school aisles were a little crazy. Yes. I was in one yesterday, yes. And she showed her cart, and there was all these cleaning supplies in it, uh-huh. and that was on the list. So yeah. don't complain. Send in send in some of those Clorox wipes and hand sanitizer. And maybe a little extra chocolate for the teacher to make it last in the year. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be frowned upon to send them wine, but send them chocolate. Send them chocolate. I love that back to school. Or a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. gift card or something to just say thank you. You we put know up with my kid school. all day. Yep. yep. Oh, goodness. So, parting thoughts. Anything left over summer? Blue Hill Fair. The Blue Hill Fair. We're going to go. My right? birthday. Yep. And which maybe next week we'll talk about getting older. Yep, we can do that. I, I'm happy with 40. I like 40. 40's good. I have to say goodbye to 40. Oh. But no. not my 40s. So. Not my 40s. We're just starting a great new decade, and I think we're both excited about it. I think so, too. I think we're hitting our stride. I think so, too. You don't want to be that person that peaked in high school. No <laughs> offense if you peaked in high school. but It's okay. We're Xenia moms. We're in our 40s, and we're happy about it. And... We'd love to have you join us on social media. Again, we're Exennial Mom Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And we are Exennial Mom Pod on Twitter. Because Twitter had to be difficult. Exactly. And coming soon, we will have a website and all that fun stuff. So feel free to drop us a comment on any of our social media sites. Yes. Or send us an email if you're old school at Mom podcast at gmail.com yep we we'd love to hear from you yeah just tell us how you're feeling how your day was show ideas anything <laughs> we love to hear from you so um we're gonna wrap it up today with some more scottholmesmusic.com what's our favorite reach for success right and that that fits into school let's there you hope go. for success for everybody and their kids and everybody's able to get their kids out and not miss the school bus exactly let's be successful have a great back to school season awesome take care